Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up folks, we are back. JD is here on hand. Let's talk the NBA Finals. We talked game one last week, let's talk games two and three. So let's start with the Thursday night matchup. The Suns did beat the Bucks by 10. Giannis did not get much help. The Suns won 118 to 108. Giannis did put up 42 and 12, but he did not get help from the supporting cast. Chris Middleton, 5 for 16 in the outing with just 11 points and 1 for 6 from beyond the perimeter. Drew Holiday, 7 for 21 with 17 points, 1 for 3 from downtown. Lopez, 4 for 10. Tucker, 3 for 5. Connaughton, 5 for 10. Portis didn't play much. Forbes didn't play much. I felt that Giannis did everything he could. He just needed one of the other stars to step up, and they did not come up in the clutch. Now, the tides did turn between games 2 and 3. Game two, what we're talking about now, was a disaster for the Milwaukee Bucks. They came out on Sunday night a different team with different energy. The Bucks blew out the Suns, 120 to 100, 41 points for Giannis and 13 boards. The story was the others, guys. Giannis is already an all-time great. Someone who's been in three finals games, that's it, and has already had two 40-plus point games. That's big time. And what he needed was a little help, and he got it on Sunday. Chris Middleton played 41 minutes, 6 for 14 with 18 points. Drew Holiday played 40 minutes, 8 for 14 with 21 points. Lopez contributed with 11. Portis with 11. Tucker with 7, knocked down a 3 ball. But Giannis, he's getting better from the free throw line. We saw a difference between games 2 and 3, folks. I hope that leads into game 4. Now the Bucks are interesting because the others seem to be stepping up at home. But how about on the road, folks? We know one thing, and I was joking about this with my Uncle Paul. Great players play well on the road and at home. Good players only play well at home. That's what decides good from great, folks. And we know Giannis is great, but is Drew Holiday great? Is Chris Middleton great? They are good. We'll see if they can take that step towards the next level. I wanted to talk a little bit about the Suns. They had some problems that the Bucks had in one and two. Suns were on the road, as we know, in game three. Devin Booker, only 10 points, three for 14 from the field, one for seven from downtown. The story was he only played 29 minutes in the ball game. Monty Williams had him on the bench for the fourth quarter, and I know it wasn't too close, so he was thinking, let D-Book rest. But I felt that Monty Williams was frustrated with Devin Booker in this ballgame. I say that because he was taking a lot of okay to bad shots. We saw him get better looks in game one and two. He seemed to be in a little bit more of a rush here in game three and shooting early in the shot clock. I wasn't impressed with D-Book. He's been sensational in this postseason, so one bad game is not the end all. Keep in mind, 
sometimes for great players, the ball goes in one night and it does not the next. So I think D-Buck will have a better game for I do believe that the Milwaukee Bucks will even the series on Wednesday night. I really do the way Giannis is playing, the way Deer District is erupting outside the arena. Milwaukee is in it. They are involved. As I said, hoping to even things up. I think they do. I still have the Bucks in this series. I may repeat, as I mentioned last week on our show, and I wanted to talk a little bit about DeAndre Ayton. I'm liking what the young star can do, but he's a foul machine, folks. He plays with his hands, not his feet, a lot. Attempts a block, but, but gets a piece of one's arm. I think D.A., he's a big foul guy. He's efficient from the field on offense, you know, can have that baby hook and finish around the cup, lobs, all of that. But D.A. has to stay out of foul trouble. And I know Giannis is coming at him like a running back. And it's tough for Aiton to stay in front without fouling. I mean, Giannis just overpowers everyone in the NBA. And of course, he'll take advantage of D.A., just a 22-year-old, still figuring out how to play defense in this league. He is the glue of that defense, Aiton, and I think he'll get better. My only thing about Giannis is no one can guard him on Phoenix. We saw that in game two and three and even some in game one, but especially in the last two ball games. And Giannis is able to get that jumper. He's hitting. I'm impressed. And of course, he could finish around the cup with the best of them. I really like what he does there. I think without Dario Saric... It's a big deal, because say Aiton gets into foul trouble, Frank Kaminsky, he looked like a deer in headlights on Sunday night. Kid can't play. Not quick enough to really compete in NBA Finals games. He struggles defensively. He could finish a little bit around the rim, but I don't love how Frank Kaminsky plays. I thought he was okay in college, but his game doesn't really transfer to pro basketball. So uh, without Saric, and if Aiton gets into foul trouble, could be trouble, guys. Really could be trouble. For the Suns, I like how Cam Johnson and Cam Payne are contributing off the bench. I did think Bridges had a big-time game in Game 2, didn't show up in Game 3, and his minutes were down. Crowder was hitting from deep in Game 3, but it just wasn't enough. I felt Chris Paul, he did play 34 minutes in the ball game. I thought he'd play a few more. Monty was thinking the Suns were in a... It wasn't a must-win for them. It was a must-win for the Bucks. so... He didn't overplay his guys. You know, he knows he wants to take one of these two in Milwaukee, and he's hoping to take game four on Wednesday night. I don't believe so, but uh, Suns fans sure do. And lastly, I just wanted to talk a little bit about what I think I should see out of Milwaukee. Coach Bud is getting the rotation down a little bit better. He knows that Brooke Lopez cannot play a ton of minutes. He knows that Pat Connaughton can play a ton of minutes off the bench. Connaughton had 30 minutes in Game 3, really contributed. I contributes on offense a little bit, but he is a defensive player. I like how Pat plays D. I'm liking what Bobby Portis brings to the ballgame. He brings that energy, gets the city of Milwaukee fired up. I really like that. And Middleton and Holiday are playing big-time minutes. And Giannis is playing big-time minutes, you know. We weren't sure last series him coming down on his leg, but the kid's tough. He makes no excuses. He's ready to go out there and play. In the post-game press conference Sunday night, a reporter basically compared him to Michael Jordan. He goes, I'm not Michael Jordan. I'm just focused on winning the next game. That's why Giannis's attitude is so great. 
he's not worried about being compared to some of the best to ever do it. He wants to only be compared to himself. He's reinventing the game. He's showing that a big body can still penetrate and get to his spot, can knock it down in the mid-range and even expand to the three at times. And again, in game three, he was better from the stripe. The free throws were falling. I think Giannis is going to be just fine. Even the flaws in his game are going to continue to improve. That's the type of player and person he is. He likes to improve night in and night out. We see it already within the series. Unbelievable when you play 38 minutes and put up 41 points, 13 boards, and 6 assists. Ladies and gentlemen, that's big time. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's funny, because as we all know, I'm a huge NBA fan. And I really want a long series no matter who wins, because I don't want to go too long without b-ball, folks. And I know football's around the corner. We're at the all-star break now in the MLB, but NBA, it hits different for me. I I like it a lot. I like watching games. I like listening to post-game inside the NBA. I like to listen to Jalen Rose and Jay Will on ESPN, guys breaking down the game, guys who love the game as much as I do. You know, uh, basketball's a religion. We're out here. We, we watch the games. Guys in the NBA are competing hard. A lot of guys were injured this postseason, but it was a little different. At the end of the day, though, with or without injury, I think we probably would have seen a Bucks suns final. With the way these two teams played, with the Bucks taking out those Brooklyn Nets and the Suns getting past those Clippers, ooh, I mean, I really loved what I saw. So Giannis, we know, is going to keep it up. But the Bucks others must keep it up if the Bucks want to come out on top. Deer District needs you. JD needs you. And that's a little wrap on the NBA. Now moving a little bit into the MLB, the All-Star game is Tuesday, AL versus NL. I think it's going to be a tight ball game, but I'm really excited. Of course, I record my show on Monday afternoon, and Monday night, we get to see the Home Run Derby. Shohei Otani, we get to see the big dog go deep tonight, and he's a great player. Just a pitcher who's leading the league in home runs. Looks like the next Babe Ruth out here. Unbelievable. And uh, I want to see these other bats go. I like Pete Alonso. You know, I I really like Juan Soto. I want to see everyone battle tonight. Home Run Derby's a lot of fun. I'm going to watch with my boy Aaron Allen tonight. We'll watch some of the big dogs go deep. A little bit of the standings going into the All-Star break. Houston remains red hot. Altuve had a walk-off on Sunday night against the Yanks. Chad Green, bad pitch, and he paid the price, folks. And Yanks, eight games out of first place. They must have a big-time second half of the season push. NL Mets remain on top of the NL East. Brewers look good at 53-39. and Yelich back in the lineup. He's rolling. Team is rolling as a whole. Hater is rolling out of that bullpen. And the Giants and Dodgers both look good. Giants currently sit at 57-32. and Dodgers at 56-35. and Both teams want to see improvement. But both teams you could see in the World Series. And the Red Sox remain hot in the AL East. I know Yankee fans don't like to hear that. I know they don't like to hear Devers and Bogart starting in the All-Star game. And only one Yankee judge starting. That's okay. 
That's okay. Uh, some players perform at a high level in the first half of the season. Some perform at a high level in the second half of the season. I think the Yanks will show out in the second half of the season. I believe they will sneak into the playoffs. And I believe that the Yankees or the Astros could go the distance out of the AL or the Chicago White Sox. I know it's a push me saying Yanks, but I think they're going to click at the right time in the NL. I have the Mets making the postseason, not going the distance, though. I have the Giants or Dodgers. Milwaukee's a maybe for me, but uh, if you ask me, I wouldn't be surprised if Mookie and the Dodgers get back to the big dance. I know everyone around the world wants to see Yankees-Dodgers in a World Series. I do, too. We'll see if each team gets it done. I really enjoyed talking to everyone today. I love doing this show, as we all know. K&P, keep holding it down. We appreciate you. And congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. Another champion crowned in the city of Tampa. Looks like the city of champions. And I may repeat, the Lightning strike twice. J.D. doing what he does. Love y'all. J.D. out.